Welcome to Shooting from the Hip with Pistol Pete Stebbings. I'm Sue Mackey, and in this series of shorts, I will be interviewing Pistol about practices that any one of us can use to develop strong personal and business relationships. Hope you enjoy. Okay, Pistol, so I want to just get some information from you on some of the many things that you are so good about and things that you've used in the past uh, through your work. One of them being what you call the ask. I know you say it's necessary in, in both business and personal lives. So tell us, tell us more. What do you mean when we say the ask? Okay, the ask is what you've indicated. Asking is one of the most important traits to me one can have in both business and personal lives. But it's important to know how, when, and what to ask. And during this, you have to be polite, humble, and professional. Good questions bring good answers, and the opposite is also true. Good questions should only be 20 words or less, and good answers should be 20 words or less too. Now, let me give you some examples. This is uh, of asking in personal life. Uh, I have a, my wife and I have a financial planner, and uh, we got two accounts with him, and we pay a fee to him. So I called him up and I said, geez, what about, how does this work? I said, if you combined both of our group things, uh, I think we'd be paying a lesser fee. So he called me back about a day later and yeah, we're now saving uh, three to $5,000 a year on those things. So that was a great ask. That was a great ask. Yeah. I'm not sure he's calling all his other clients and telling them that, but that was it. And I have a daughter-in-law that sells wine. And I can remember this explicitly because December 31st of 2019 was on a Friday. And she went into Steve's Liquor Store on Junction Road in Madison, Wisconsin. She took a great order for shipping and invoicing uh, the following week, which would have been 2020. So she called me Peepop. So she was driving away and she said, Peepop always tells me to ask. So what she did, she drove around and went back to the Steve's Liquor place, talked to the person that gave her the order, and very professionally said, would it be all right if I invoiced you for the order we took for shipment next week, you won't have to pay it any earlier. And the people said, fine. She was very professional. And she ended up uh, being the number one salesperson in the state. Because she asked. Because she asked the right question. Yeah, yeah. You, you just have to you, you have to ask. And you have to, uh, a lot of people take this a little differently, but you got to ask for the business. And a lot of people, uh, I guess you could call it sales call reluctance, are, uh, don't like to ask. So my suggestion to them is to ask a top loan officer in their branch uh, how she or he obtains referrals or references. And what you have to do then is you got to listen and take notes, and then you practice what they said, putting your 
statement in your own words. Right. Because one has to be confident when he and she is asking for any type of business. Then they go back to the loan officer and share your presentation and ask him to or her to tell you how they liked it. Uh, your toughest critics will be your peers, but then you get better. And then you have to go out and uh, uh, start doing it on your own. Well, you know, Pistol, you said something with that. You know, yes, you're asking, but you're also listening. You're yep. stopping to listen to what they have to say. Yep. And uh, th- th- listening is a key element from learning, for learning from asking. And you must listen in, intently to what you're doing. And you have to remember what you heard and what you learned. And it's to me, it's essential in building business and personal relationships. And a big thing that people do when they're listening, and this is a trait I'm sure we all have done, is while they're listening, they're thinking of what they're going to say or what they're going to ask again. You got to eliminate that from your mind while you're listening if you want to learn. Well, because you're not listening. When you, when you think about what to say next, you're not listening to what they're saying. Exactly. You know, I just I just read a book, um, Chip Gaines, uh, you know, the Chip and Joanna Gaines. They, he has a new book out that that is about relationships. And, and it's one of the best books I've ever read. And he actually says in there that he's a talker. He loves to talk. And people say because he talks so much that there's no way he can listen and he hears what people are saying. But he does because he does just that. He he clears everything else out of his mind and he listens with intent. Yeah, that, that's the way to know. And then it's all right also to take notes while you're listening. And you can I usually say take bullet point notes because you really don't have time to write out sentences. Right. But you can save these for review. And uh, this is also a big way to learn. Uh, about building relationships, because in the ask, you could talk to families about what they like, what they do, about their kids, and people love to talk about themselves. So you lose what you learn about personal lives in dealing and talking with them. Listening is so important, and I've got an example. Uh, Several years ago, uh, a new bank president came to town, and I was at a uh, Madison Chamber of Commerce event with him. Now, I knew a lot of the people that would be working for him there. But he came up and these people were standing around. I said, geez, you've got a great deal, a great crew of people working for you. They'll be terrific. And I said, geez, where are you and your family going to move to? And he told me that. Well, how many kids do you have? And et cetera. So approximately six months later, this bank had an open house events and this president was greeting people at the door. So when I met him, I said, geez, how does your family like living in Verona, Wisconsin? And he said, geez, they really like it. I said, do you have your kids in school? That's a great school system. He said, great. Well, he was talking to so many people that I didn't want to tie him up because they were coming through and he was greeting them. But as I walked away, he said, hey, Pistol, thanks for remembering. Wow. And that, that's a sign of good listening. It really is. 
Yes. It, it really makes things happen to what to what 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 really is, is terrific. So so wait a minute. So now I want to ask you. I want to ask you when you were when you're done. So you meet somebody. You're taking notes. You've got your bullet points. What do you actually do when you get back into your car or when you get back into the office? I I, I, gl- I glance at them and I keep them in a place. I, I, I kind of regulate sometimes the people of maybe my degree of importance or might, might be able to help us the most. But I put them on my desk. And then if I, I, I don't take too much time, but sometimes if I got a coffee break or something, I'll look at them. And uh, I kind of say some of the words back to myself that are the bullet points, because to me, people love to talk about themselves. And if you can bring up personal questions, I was at a, an event at the Edgewater Hotel here in Madison three or four years ago, and one of the leading realtors in town was there talking to somebody else. And I listened intently. And about a month later, we had a uh, meeting with them, and I was sitting next to her. And I started, I just said, if you got a minute, uh, you know, how's your babysitter doing, how are these other things? And she looked at me in amazement and said, how did you remember all that stuff? And I said, well, you were sharing some very important things, and I thought it would be important to talk to you about them. And that separates you. It does. From other people when you're building a relationship. You know, I'll tell you one little story that I have. I was in charge of um, of doing conferences and setting up for this big conference once a year. And five years prior, I had a guy come in who was a vegan. So it was really important that I make sure he had the right kind of foods to eat because, I mean, that was the first time I had ever heard of even the word a vegan. Well, he comes back to the conference five years later. And I, when I saw him, I went up to him and I introduced myself again. And I told him, look, I know you're a vegan. I make sh- I made sure that we have special foods uh, for you at each meal and at the breaks. And he looked at me. He said, how do you know that? I said, well, we met about five years ago when you were at the conference. And I remembered that. And he was blown away. So I, you're so right that these little things that you just remember about people, uh, just listen. It is so important. And it really does set you apart. It's just, you know, we're in a relationship business and the little things make the difference. And, and Yeah, it sure does. That is so good. Good. Well, I like that. So the ask and the listen, asking and listening really, really work hand in hand together. It's important to ask. I like what you said, too, about be confident. Yep. Now, if you're going to ask, ask with like you expect, Right. You have to be confident. I feel everybody's got a certain degree of confidence in themselves, but they must be confident in what they're saying to somebody else. And if it's if it's business, it's in the ask because the people, depending on whether you've done business with them or know them real well, they're rating you automatically in their mind. Is it would you? Do you know what you're talking about? Is it, do you know what, uh, are you professional? Do you look good? And uh, then the bottom line is, can they trust you to do what you say you're going to do? And so people have to exude confidence. I'm not saying be cocky. You just have to be confident and know what you're going to say. And you learn this by just making 
asking a lot of different things and right. you learn and learn and get better all the time. But you got to be tough. I love that. That is so good. Well, that brings us into a really good segue. Let's talk about trust. Trusting has got to be one of the most important things in our business and in relationship building. It's building that trust. Well, trust to me is the most important ingredient of any relationship uh, with your wife or husband, however it is, with your kids, with your immediate family, your friends, because if people don't trust you, they're really not going to do business with you. And so trust is so, so important. I can't emphasize that anymore. And I know uh, we, I, I talk about respect, too. And, and, and like trust, one must earn it. But I think people should know that somebody can respect you pretty well. But it doesn't always mean they're going to trust you. Right. And I think that's very, very important when somebody goes through. So I, I just can't say any more than you have to be trust and you have to build that. And uh, there's a lot of ways to do that. Well, and one is follow through. I mean, in our business, we people have to trust what we say or you're never going to get the next deal. Uh, it is it is so important that we follow through with what we say. And Fairway is so good at that. Yep. Fairway as a company is good at that. But um, hopefully in the business, that's what you're doing as well. Well, and exactly. And, and I, I put this down always as something is a great way to, to follow up as part of it or more of it. You got to have to do what you say you're going to do. Right. And you don't make, I mean, you know, don't overpromise and all that, but you do what you say you're going to do. And it's amazing how people do this. I've got a quick example. There's a young gal that's quite a singer, and she doesn't need any accompaniments. So at a couple of our American Warrior Initiative meetings, I've had her come in and sing the national anthem there. Yeah. And so I got to know her. And I said, geez, uh, I said, would you like to sing at some Wisconsin football games and basketball games? And she said, sure. And I said, well, I'll check it out. So I have ways of doing this. So I checked it out. I got the person's name, the person's email address, the person's cell phone number, all that business. And about four days later, I called a gal up and I said, well, you got a piece of paper? Yeah, here's what you write down. Call this gal up and good luck. I'm sure you'll be singing at a badger game of some sort. And her first comment was, I, I didn't think you were going to do it. Really? And I said, uh-uh. I said, I told you I was going to do it. And I, I said, if I couldn't do it, I would have told you that too. Right. And I said, it's so important. Your follow-up, whatever you tell somebody you're going to do, you must do it or let them know. And that's just like you're saying, following up answering the phone, whatever it is. But this builds trust, and that's what we all need to do business. Exactly. I had a, I'll never forget the, I had a deal uh, when I was pretty new in the business. I, um, I thought I locked a loan, but I didn't, and the market went crazy. But the borrower thought I, you know, I told them I locked it. And the market went really bad. And when I finally did lock it, 
I was, I lost $5,000 on the deal. And that was a lot of money, but I, I called them up and I let them know what happened. And they're like, Oh, I said, but I'll, I'll acknowledge that because you got to trust what I tell you. Otherwise, what good am I in this business? And um, it, it was a, it was a big dollar amount to have to absorb, but I did it. And, and you know, the end result was, I think I got probably seven, eight deals from them from family and friends over the next little bit. That's what works even, uh, unfortunately, even if, if, if there's a mistake made. Right. But own it. Own it. Yeah. And you take responsibility for right. it. And you do it. And the, the people have to say, geez, this is a pretty solid person to work with. Exactly. They're willing to stand up and, and take the lumps. And so I just say, hey, <laughs> Do it and just do what you say you're going to do. And don't yeah. be afraid to tell people if you something you can't do. Right. But just let them know, you know. And I always say if I tell a guy I'll call you in three days, uh, maybe I don't have the answer, but I always call him in three days and say, it looks like it's going to take me another two days, but I just wanted to let you know. And they always say, thanks for letting me know and thanks for following up. Exactly. I find... I find that for me, um, you know, all this technology that we have on our phones, um, I actually set a reminder for myself to call somebody in a day or in three days or in whatever it is. I, I Otherwise, I'll forget. Yeah. We get so busy. And I don't want to forget. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I need to do it. Yeah. So, so important. And, and that's, that's the trust builder. Absolutely. You have been listening Shooting from the Hip with Pistol Pete Stebbings, brought to you by China Shop Productions. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, please take the time to rate and subscribe on your platform of choice and share with your friends. The information in this podcast contains personal opinions and may not entirely represent those of Fairway Independent Mortgage Corporation, NMLS 2289.